All right, welcome to a special episode of About a Dog. About a Dog podcast special, yes. We're going to be going down some Westminster picks. It's about two and a half, three weeks away. And this will not be posted until the day before Westminster. And the main reason is there's the Purina Pro Plan. Purina Pro Plan. Bracket. And I don't... I don't want... Purina Pro Plan Bracket. Yes. And I don't want my picks to influence anybody's bracket. Because I haven't done my bracket yet. And these might actually be on my bracket. When we post this, can we put it in brackets? Because there's so many brackets that have been put in this conversation about brackets for Westminster and brackets. Yeah, with but brackets, we can. You're making a lot of racket about brackets. I can tell you that. I know, but it's it's basically like March Madness, filling out your March Madness. <laughs> instead, it's a racket bracket. Yeah, instead a racket racket. I got it backwards. <laughs> but instead, it's for dogs. So, I'm going to do my utmost bracket. to explain how dog shows kind of work um and then before we get into that i I, we do have a couple of pieces of new business i'd like to go over if i may remember now this is going to be posted right before i screwed up though what do you mean well the, the 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 twitter page the handle is wrong Every time I've said it, I've said it wrong. Okay. By the way, this is Michael. And this is Ashley. And we obviously were late in getting the introductions out. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. A um, couple things. It's uh, at about a dog one. Yeah. Is the Twitter thing. And um, I think you may want to tell them about what you did. We have a Patreon. Yes, we do. So yeah. if you go to our Facebook page, you will see our Patreon. If you go to our Instagram page, you will see our page. Patreon. Please make us a, a, a bracket racket. Yeah. Um, there are certain tiers and benefits within our Patreon, and that would be great if yeah. you support us and L- support what we in, do. A lot of them, one of them actually involves me and main accents, so if you, yeah. you want to hear me riff and fuck around with all the wonderful things I can do, then by all means. Yeah, and another one, you actually get to pick a breed once a month. Yeah, and we'll do an episode on that. Yeah, so... Which is basically you doing part of the homework for us. Yeah, well, if you just pick the <laughs> breed... this breed! Okay, we're going to get right on that for you right now. Yeah, and as long as it's something that we haven't covered, then great. Oh, now we're attaching strings there, well, Japan. I mean, the whole point is, is we're going to cover each breed, so okay. it would make kind of no sense if someone was like, oh, can you cover... Newfoundland, when can that was you, episode can you one. Follow and... back up on, on that and give me more information. Yeah, I mean, if if it gets to that point, well, sure. Well, if they change the breed standard or something, maybe yeah, we no. can do something like that as I adjust my glasses here. Yeah, let's, my not, let's not go that far. <laughs> but wear glasses. <laughs> let's, yeah, I do. Michael does not. You do it to drive. There's a yeah. difference. So. Here's basically how we're going to go into how dog shows work, what's the whole point behind them, why they're there, original purpose, what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go into Westminster, how Westminster works. Now, when she says go into Westminster, um, we're not actually, we're still in our home. Yeah. We're not in New York. We're not we've going. Been, we've been to New York in February twice. Been there, done that, um, got the absolute extreme rage to prove it. So, no, that's not happening. And the thing is, is we have 
a breed that cannot be shown in Westminster. Yeah. So it's one of those... back to not being officially recognized by the AKC. Right. So yeah. it's one of those things where if we were able to be shown at Westminster, then we would probably be there and be there every year. But it's the not... The is purple there, isn't it? It's not green? It's green. It is green? The oh, rings are green, but outside the rings is purple. Yeah. Astrid, what are you doing? We opened um, the, the... I don't know. Our room here yeah for so the podcasting cats... and naturally the cats are like oh, it's open yeah you must explore so yeah but we can't show at westminster so you won't see us you won't see hamilton's um they do so westminster takes place there's what's called westminster week mm-hmm. and it basically has a lot of celebrations, a lot of black tie events. Pomp and circumstance. Big yes. time. Big time. Noses in the air, as it were. And then there's also a few more fun events. One of them is Meet the Breeds. Which we've attended. And um, if you're listening, AKC, it was a lot better at the Javits Center. Yes, it was. It Go w- back to the Javits Center. I liked the Javits Center. I almost went into the Lincoln Tunnel when we were at the Javits <laughs> Center. It scared the shit out of me because it was my first time in New York. But still, the Javits Center was big and wide, whereas Pier, was it, 94? The two piers that they have, well, the one pier that they have it in, it's a... It's very cramped. There's not enough room. And I totally understand why you want to have it at the at the piers because it's the same place. As where, where breed, they're showing. Yeah, where breed competition is. But the thing is, it ends up becoming, in my opinion, a safety hazard. It for, becomes looking like 5 o'clock traffic on any highway. I mean, like Florida's Highway 1, Interstate 1 or whatever. I mean, I-4, yeah. Okay. We've been to Florida how many times? Um, but no, my point is it becomes severely congested. Yeah, and it's one of those things where we choose to not stress our dogs out for one day. Or ourselves. Yeah, or ourselves, or parents, because my mother went with us. And, and she still claims to this day that I met Maggie Gyllenhaal. You I, did I meet Maggie no, Gyllenhaal. I don't think so. But no. Mom and I did meet Jack Hanna. Yeah, well, your mom has a thing for Jack Hanna anyway. Yeah, so she does. Whatever. So, but the whole thing is, for us, it's just a lot of work for one day. Mm-hmm. And while it was great to, to go to the garden and see the groups for one day while Michael stayed out in the hotel room. Um, okay. <laughs> Mom and I went, well, Michael no, stayed in the hotel to watch defense, after the dogs. In, in my defense, in my defense, Ashley only had two tickets. Yeah. And it was very clear. I could, you know, Sam Smith this. I could see the writing on the wall here. And I said, you know what, I'll stay in the room, I'll watch it on the hotel screen and keep an eye on the kids. We had four Hamiltons in a very cramped Holiday Inn hotel, which, don't even get me started, but the point is, I was keeping watch and watching on her Netflix while I had Wes Oh, look, there's that dog. Okay, what is Gerard Butler doing in Olympus Has Fallen? Ooh, look at that, um, well, was I, what I was doing, because you don't let me watch movies like that. Well, but the whole thing is, is he also came with me for the breed competition during the day, yeah. and then mom came to Madison Square Garden for all the pomp and circumstance that evening. So essentially, we stayed in the same hotel. The only difference is her mom, mom was in her own room, dog-free. Yeah. 
We have a dog on our right, two crates on two separate ends, us in the middle. Yeah, and it, it, it was one of those situations where the hotel crates, room, sorry. Yeah, the hotel rooms were too cramped. We had mm-hmm. ten we had two ten month old puppies who were just like boundless energy. And um then well, the first time we went, all we had was Alice, and we stayed but in that Times was a, Square. Right? Yeah, but that was also the Javits Center, too. Yeah, that was the first time we went. And so... We have a we, picture we need to post, by the way, of Alice checking into the hotel. I'm here. You know, yeah, so. and so, to me, I like the Javits Center a whole lot more, because it was way more spread out. You could actually oh do things. Oh, my God. It's like they had get, too much space, which well, was fantastic. And you could actually spread out, and the mm-hmm. dogs could actually feel less cramped and less yeah. stressed. And for me, it like if I was taking a dog out to go to the X pens outside, it took me almost an hour to go get them to go potty and then come back. And it just seemed like a constant stream of me taking a dog out to go pee. Speaking of constant streams, wasn't it in New York where Rolo urinated and it was like oh, freezing before hitting yeah, the ground? Yeah, his pee froze the to a guy. tree. And it was just one of those things where I'm like, you know what, I'd rather go to Florida. When that was warm. The, that, that was part of the reason why oh, we opted to go to Florida yeah. moving forward. I think that was probably where I was like, we were driving home from New York in like inclement weather. It was snowing, raining, salt was on the road. I was like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. We're going to Florida. I mean, this year I kind of regret it considering you got the Florida ick. But honestly, between that and snow in, in, in February in New York, it's a no-brainer, honestly. It tips the scales hardcore. Yeah, so that's why you won't see us there. We will be watching <laughs> from the comfort of mm. our home. From the warmth and comfort of our nice and clean abode. Yes, so let us let me give a little backstory about dog shows. Oh, we're going to do the bracket racket again? No, I'm just going to explain. So... <laughs> I'm when you kind of explain how shows work, you but know, I've just a little gone into like my you know word chest here, and kind of where did that come from, and just you know describe what it's like to be in a show ring, and well, you kind of shut me down. I kind of want to give a little bit more, like what's the history and all of that stuff. So, dog shows were developed to determine the best breeding stock, and one of the first dog shows is actually still held today. It's in the UK. It's called Crufts. Mm. And then the Westminster show came about from um, sporting dog owners wanting to choose the best breeding stock. And the name Westminster came from the Westminster Hotel, not Westminster Abbey. So that's why it's still called the Westminster Kennel Club. I was still thinking, you know, this is just Americans once again taking something British and kind of turning it and making something themselves, like Broadchurch. But in in our defense... David Tennant, get rid of... Olivia. <laughs> but in our defense, with Westminster and all of that, we've actually still kept the same thing. We've kept the same spirit, and the whole purpose is still the same. It's to determine the best breeding stock. Mm-hmm. And dog shows all around the world are held under a similar similar principle of determining the best breeding stock. So that's why when you go to a confer- confirmation ring... Most of the dogs are going to be intact. So you, you will see intact males and intact females. You might even see females in a season. So if you happen to be going to Westminster and you see a grown man holding a dog's back area <laughs> with a towel, mm-hmm. it is out of courtesy to mm. keep the dog from dripping onto the floor while it's in season. It's also considered to be... 
this is just my own personal opinion, mind you, but I mean, if you have other male dogs in the ring while you have a female in season, that is, as my father would call it, dirty pool. That is a little bit well heavy-handed. So, for Westminster, I will allow it because you cannot pick when your bitch comes in season, and <laughs> when it's true. when it's Westminster and you've already entered, and Westminster entries close in December, mm-hmm. you just kind of cross your fingers and hope for the best, mm-hmm. and hope that your girl does not come in season. Now, you heard me say bitch. I'm using it in the technical term. Right. Yeah. Male dogs are called dogs. Female dogs are called bitches. That is how it is broken down. You will hear grown people outside of the ring saying novice bitches, American bred bitches, get into the ring, please. And it's perfectly normal. Dog people will giggle. Like, normal people will giggle. Dog people will not. See, the thing is, if you look it up, as I just have on Google under the dictionary, the first definition, the very first definition, I will hand my phone to Ashley. She'll confirm it for me. One, a female dog, wolf, fox, or otter. Yep. So they are actually using the first definition, and they're using it correctly. We are not using it in a derogatory slight. or yeah. vulgar manner. Right. It if is... I'm going to be fucking vulgar, damn it, and I'm going to just go whole hog and just put the whole goddamn boat out. Right. So <laughs> we're using the term bitch in its correct form. It is not a slight. It is not anything against anyone. No. We're using the correct terminology. Now, with that said, we're determining the correct breeding stock on what should be passing on their genes. It is a little eugenics, and it's a little weird, and I understand that. However, it is to determine which dog fits the breed standard on that particular day. Each particular breed has its own breed standard, and a judge will determine who fits that breed standard the best. They will pick a best of breed, best of opposite, award of merit, and select, and so on. And those will be the awards given. Best of breed for that particular breed goes on to compete in the groups. The groups for AKC competition, there are seven groups. And you will get four group placements, one, two, three, and four. Mm -hmm. The first placement goes on to compete in best in show. Mm -hmm. For Westminster, the show is broken down over two days, Monday and Tuesday. Best in show is always held on Tuesday night. And sometimes they mix the the groups up, sometimes they don't. Usually the hound group is night one, and then I think it ends on sometimes herding or terrier group on night two. Sometimes they flip it around. I Yeah. Basically, just for the actual layman. Because mm-hmm. I have a, somewhat of a grasp of this. Mm-hmm. Um, every dog breed is categorized into these specific areas. Yep. These individual niches, if you will. And they compete within their group, within mm-hmm. their niche, to pick uh, that particular judge, mm-hmm. who is not the final judge, mind you, picks the best breed out of that group. That winner mm-hmm. goes on to the final area. Mm-hmm. To compete against the others who have won in their particular groups. Right. But they're also... The whole basis of the judging is not judging one dog against one another in these groups. No, it no, is no. one dog based on... classify it yeah. that way. It's just the best dog of the day. Yes. Is what you always say. Right. Based on that particular dog's breed standard. Right. So 
For example, non-sporting group, you've got a huge variety. You have poodles, you have Dalmatians, French Bulldogs, regular Bulldogs, Sholo Eats Quintleys. You've got a whole lot of variety in there. Did you just say Christy Brinkley? No, Sholo Eats Quintley. It's the Mexican hairless. What eats quickly? Oh my god. It's almost midnight and I'm gonna hurt you. But, so you've got... It's like embark all over again. You walk into it. Yes, I know. And it's... But they're judging based on that breed standard. So, with that said, I'm gonna give my predictions. Ah, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, fellow listeners. Here we go. Ashley's going to give you her bracket... Racket for Westminster. Now, with various different shows, you have an idea of who's in the rankings. And there are national rankings based on overall, based on group, and based on breed. And so you can kind of sort of make a determination and approximation of who's going to do well. Well, let's face it. I mean, the listings for each of the dogs and whatnot are available mm-hmm. if you know where to look. Which, by the way, Ashley, where would you look if someone wished to partake and also make their own guesstimations? So, I'm sorry for people who don't like that word. Um, on approximations, if you will, for who could possibly go far in Westminster this year. So there are a few places that you can go. The main two... Pu- Tell them where to go. Jesus. The main two publications are going to be Dog News Mm -hmm. and Canine Chronicle. Canine Chronicle puts out a magazine and standings, and Dog News does the same. And we don't get any Mm -mm. anything from them, by the way. This is just where Ashley goes. However, if one of them wants to throw a free advertisement my way... What's our email address? Our email address is aboutadogpod at gmail.com. We check it regularly. We check it regularly. I get a little alert on my phone whenever an email comes in. So if y'all want to throw an advertisement my way for, you know, one of the dogs or our kennel. or we're not shy. (laughs) Please, because I can't afford one of your adverts because, you know, they're like $500 per publication. And And you lost them. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. Nicely done. We're not going to get anything from them now. Pretty please. are doing so well. I just know how much they cost, and I've been looking at them going, oh, one day. All right, so what you can do is you can pull up the statistics in either Canon Chronicle or Dog News, and you can make an approximation based on group or based on breed of who is doing well. So... But at the same time, I think one thing you haven't mentioned, though, and this is an aspect of it that I find to be absolutely fascinating. They have already picked the judge who is going Mm -hmm. to be the final judge for what is best in show. That particular judge is treated like most jurors are for high-profile law cases in which they are sequestered. They Mm -hmm. are kept without any... Type of media. We're talking no TV, no newspapers, no, newspapers, no cell phones, phones, pretty much nothing. Just give them, like, but books. the whole thing is, is these judges are not sequestered from judging these dogs at previous shows. 
throughout oh, no, 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 the year. No, no, no. I'm just merely referring yeah. to Westminster itself, mm-hmm. which I find to be very fascinating because, I mean, they are just oblivious completely to what is going on well, or what has been going on and what dogs they have mm-hmm. to be seen before them. And that, exactly. to me, is like, oh, wow, look what came in. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. And, and also, um, as a way of pointing it out, the Sussex Spaniel that won a few years ago, Stump, I wish I could do a Sussex British accent. Nobody had a clue that that dog was going to be entered. Mm-hmm. And it was kept a complete surprise because he had won the group a few years prior and almost died and came back and he became the oldest one to win it. Wow. And it was one of those situations of they didn't know that he was going to be there. And that's just how Westminster works. Yeah. Is you can have dogs that are just starting their career or in the peak of their career are retiring or coming out, out of, retirement. of retirement just for that particular show. I can be a contender. So you have so many different things at play that kind of make things just an estimation at best. And you can have situations where you can have a couple of really nice dogs in the same breed. And Michael's over here trying to get Aston. I was trying to be subtle, damn it. Probably. Amscray. Aston was trying to knock over things. If you listened to a previous episode, you're aware of a shadow box that at some point we have to put up that has glass in it, and Aston... Has been known for knocking them over. Oh, yes. I still recall I was working one day. I get a text. Go by Michaels. I need a new shadow box. Aston is an asshole. And there's a picture mm-hmm. of broken glass on the floor. Um... And that doubly pissed me off because, A, I couldn't go straight home, and B, my card somehow got uh, compromised. compromised by going to Michael's. And I've never been back since. All right. Way to go, so, Michael's. Ironic, too, considering that's my first name. Now, I'm going to go with my first predictions. Okay, we'll, so what group is this? We're going to start with the hound group. We're going to start with my group. <laughs> into your wheelhouse there, huh? Well, and the thing is, is you've got a lot of really, really, really nice dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Whippets are holding strong in this group so far this year. You've got three Whippets all in the Hound Group Top 20. Yeah. And one of whom won Best in Show at the National Dog Show and won Best in Show at the AKC National Championship just a few months ago. So, so the betting odds mm-hmm. would be to have this dog go group one, this particular dog, Whiskey, go group one at so, Westminster. Okay, so you think Whiskey's going to take it for the Hound Group? Well, I like to do a little bit of dark horse betting here with my own group. So, because they're hounds, they have a little bit of um, cute factor going for them. Mm-hmm. Um, my dark horse, so my odds on is whiskey to win it. My so I'm gonna do odds on, and I'm gonna do a dark horse to win it. Do I need to document this so I can save no. it for later while we're watching Westminster to give me something to do? Yeah, if you want to. Well, I mean, let's face it. During Westminster, what am I usually doing? Twiddling your thumbs and watching me cheer like a maniac. Being quiet. Yeah, being quiet <laughs> while I freak out. All right, being so, quiet and supportive. Let's just say that I'm being so, quiet. And supportive. 
the odds-on favorite to win the group is going to be Whiskey the Whippet. Um, I'm not going to give his registered name. Yeah, no. I'm just going to say his call name and breed if I know it. Um, my dark horse is going to be, and you're going to have fun typing this into your phone. <laughs> my dark horse is actually going to be a new breed for Westminster this year. And it's going to be the Grand Basset Graphon Vendéon. Just put in GBGV. <laughs> I typed Griffin. Okay. <laughs> and the reason I'm going to put this dog in there is... In here? This dog has been doing a lot of winning in Europe. And he's currently the number two hound in the country, which I think has never been done for a new breed. Mm-hmm. He's a very, very, very nice dog. And if he puts on a show, then I honestly think the crowd could pull him forward since the announcer is actually going to say, and for a Westminster first, the Grand Basset Graphon Vendéon. So it's going to be a huge uproar. So if he, if he puts on a show and really shows off for that first time, mm-hmm. I honestly think a judge would... Take notice. Take notice and want to be that judge to make history and have a breed first happen and a Westminster first happen to have the first time that a dog has appeared at Westminster to win the group. It can happen, and I think the Grand Basset Graphon Vendéon could do it. So, there's my dark horse. I've documented it. Now, for group two, three, four. Group. Are we still in Hound Group? Yeah, we're still in Hound Group. So... I thought that... So, alright, we'll just do the group winners then. No, never mind. Just, just no, no, no. So, for group placements, I'm not going to go in any particular order. Group placements, I am going to put in 15-inch Beagle, Tam. He's a nice dog. He's really coming into his own with his, with his new <clears throat> handler. He's doing really good. Um, always... Heavy competition is um, with American Foxhounds, with um, with Lisa Miller and her Foxhound breeding program. So keep an eye out for some of those. And um, another one that I think could do well, depending on if he's there, is a Basenji named Getty. He's a great, great dog. He moves really well. And if the judge is a movement judge, I don't know, then they will see that he can cover a lot of ground with the least amount of effort. He's a really, really, really nice dog. Getty, as in G-E-T-T-Y? No, G-E-D-D-Y. Oh, so I thought that was the name of a petrol station. No. Yeah, I used to see them all the time. So, um, that's my hound group, and... Still, I honestly think that the Grand Basset Graphon Vendéon could go far and could do well, so he could even get a piece of it, the group placement. Um, but the odds-on favorite is Whiskey, the Whippet. Yeah, I've made my notation. All right, next we're going to do the sporting group. Um, sporting would consist of... Pointers, Spaniels, Retrievers... Um, all-purpose gun dogs, so like German wire hair pointer, German short hair pointer. Um, I'm actually going to put in as my favorite the pointer. 
The pointer to win? Mm-hmm. Pointer to run the group. Um, this particular dog, I do not know its call name yet. Let me see. Was uh, it? Oh, no. No, no, no you I, can't. I won't be able to research this as much as I'd like to. Um, this dog had actually done a lot of winning down in Orlando, and I was really impressed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what would be neat is if the Sussex Spaniel went back to back. Um, the same dog that won the sporting group last year. That's not your dark horse, is it? Yeah, that's my dark horse is the oh. Sussex. Um, now, group placements, Golden Retriever, Irish Setter, and I'm going to put an English Springer Spaniel in there. I'm not going to put a call name because English Springers are very competitive and you never know what could be coming out to right. just start their show career. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping a dog that I saw on Facebook is coming out because holy bejesus, I like him a lot. Hmm. Um, but I tend to like the more moderate English Springers and a lot of the more flashy have been winning. Um, so we'll see. Just for my own clarification, and probably for the episode itself, um, do you intend to release the name of that particular dog you like on Facebook, or are you... Nope. Are you, okay. All right. No. no, I just wanted to know if No, because I, I don't really know what plans That's they fine. have for That's this fine. dog, but That's I really fine. like him. That's fine. But, hey. All right. Um, no pressure. Next up, we're going to do working group. I mean, I think of uh, Melody Griffith, but okay. Um... Really? <laughs> I make Working girl? Yes, I made an 80s movie reference. Yes, I did. Now, I'm Harrison going... Ford. I'm going to go ahead and say this right here and right now. Bus. We, Michael and I, actually have a connection to one of the dogs that is in contention for the working group. Um, it is a Doberman Pinscher by the name of Abira. I'm saying that as... Abira? No, it's A-B-I-R-A, Abira. Is that um, who I think it is? Yeah, it's a friend of ours that we've done dog show class with um, for years and years. Um, Abira to win? um, If she gets out of the breed, the Doberman Pinscher breed is always tough. Um, I would like to see Abira do something in the working group, but I'm just putting that as... Our dark horse and just sentimental favorite because it's a local connection. We know them. That would be awesome. And I would love to kind of see them freak out because they have earned it. They've worked really, really, really hard. Um, They lost um, Abira's mother and there's a lot of sentimental favorite. This is exactly who I think you're referring to. Mm -hmm. And I can understand that. She's the one that had the sperm kick. No, it's not. No? No. I thought you meant, well, that, that's exactly what I thought you meant. No, it's it's the Moyers. They have Bella and Jackson and Deacon. They're the ones that usually always have Dobermans when we used to go to handling class. And Barbie, they had a lot of Dobermans, but they lost Bella a few years ago, suddenly, and your brain is clicking, and I'm going to show you a picture of them, and you're going to be Crickets. like, oh, okay. Crickets. That's that's all, all I'm, yeah, I think a sound effect is probably due here. Let's 
So, of course, like, all of their Facebook photos are of their dog, which is fine. <laughs> totally understandable. My head right now. All right, there's Melinda. She looks familiar. Yeah, we've gone to dog show class with her time and time and time and time again. It's been a while since we've yeah. been to dog show class, to be yeah. honest with you. I drive by where we have dog show class. Fun fact, you know those signs where somebody, um, uh, where it says no dogs past this point? Yeah. Yeah, I was getting petrol there the other day and there was a dog way past that point. <laughs> and I immediately wanted to take a picture and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Look what the, this, and, but there's one problem. There was a contradiction. I couldn't take the picture because there was no sign that says no dogs beyond this point. It's like, shit! I can't do anything. They're not breaking the rules. Um, so, they would be my sentimental favorite. I'm not even going to call them my dark horse because they, they got a win out of the breed, which the Doberman breed is notoriously tough to win out of the breed. And I will probably be watching the live feed going, oh my god, they need to do this. They need to do this. Um... So, you, hang on. Hmm. You're, you're leaving that in. Yeah. No, the fact that I did like a lyric from a song just now that we don't know the rights to. Yeah, it's fine. Are you sure? Because yeah, it's I mean, the 36 second rule. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> so I can do that because I stopped myself and like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. Um. So. Well, all right. That's the dark horse. Who's to win? So that's my sentimental favorite. I'm not even calling them my dark horse. I labeled it such. Dark horse slash sentimental. All right. So my odds on is going to be a little bit odd. Your odds on is going to be a little bit odd. Yeah. It's the number three working dog in the country right now. Not the number one. Um, I think we need to phrase that sentence a little bit differently. (laughs) Whatever. Um, It's going to be the Siberian Husky by the name of Nick. Um, Siberian Husky to win. Yes. Um... Mm. No idea what that means. So, group placements, I'm going to put Boxer, Akita, Giant Schnauzer. And the reason why... So, currently in the working group standings, according to Canine Chronicle, um, you've got two Boxers sitting at number one and number two. Mm-hmm. And then you've got another box. You've got... Hell... You have five boxers within the top t- top 30. So that's a pretty big breed competition there. Mm-hmm. So it could go either way. And that's why, like, when you have breeds like boxers and Dobermans, the competition is so heavy that you really do not know who's going to win the breed. And whoever There's just wins, so many competing. Yeah, and whoever wins the breed can totally impact who wins the group. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how whoever wins the Golden Globes, chances are they're going to win the Academy Awards. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, most of the time. Depends. But, anywho. So, next up we're going to do the Terrier Group. Probably one of the most competitive... Um, um, typing into my phone, I tried to type the word Terrier. Did it? Um, it came out T-triple-E-I-E-R. <laughs> the Terrier... <laughs> Yay for phones. <laughs> Yay for spelling it near midnight. <laughs> so, my dark horse. Why are you doing it backwards? You say who's to win. I mean, look, the past okay. two ones, you've done two win and then the dark horse. Until right, the so, working, you change it up on me. You're, you're fucking with me is what you're you know doing. That. 
So the reason reason why I'm switching this up is because so there are a few dogs that I'm like just please retire already. <laughs> Fans of wrestling are probably saying that about some people too. Yeah. So <laughs> this one here. is one of those just please retire already. And um the odds on favorite to win is the wire wire fox terrier. Wait, this is the dark horse or this is to win? No, this is to win. This is the odds on favorite to win. Fucking with me again. Yeah, a little bit. You said the what? Wire Fox Terrier. Wire Fox Terrier. Reason being, one, they've got the most wins in the history of the group. They've got the most best in show wins in the history of Westminster. And also, this dog is probably one of the top winning dogs in the world. It's in been, the world. Yeah, it's been shown all over Europe. Um, it's won the World Dog Show. It's won Euro. It's won Crufts something at Crufts. It's basically the only things that it hasn't won is over here. The big things over here. So... Now that you mention it, um, there is like a triple crown in mm -hmm. horse racing. There's, um, bugger, this is going to bother me. There's the Kentucky Derby. There's the, the Preakness, Preakness and, and the, the Belmont. Belmont Stakes. Yep. So for the dog show world, so, what would be that equivalent of the Triple so Crown? So there's some debate on what would be the equivalent of the Triple Crown. Yeah. Modern day is winning the National Dog Show, winning um, AKC National Invitational, mm -hmm. and winning Westminster. So that's the... the that's the modern day equivalent. Okay. Now... There's some debate in the race. The reason that there's some debate is if you're a terrier, mm -hmm. there's also a fourth jewel in that crown, and it's called the Montgomery County Show. Mm -hmm. It's a terrier-only show, and it's incredibly difficult to win for a terrier. Mm -hmm. So you can also throw that one in there. Then there's another... That makes number five, dear. Yeah, there's another jewel that you can throw in there. It's called Morrison Exit. Morris and Essex, and it's a show that's only held every five years. Mm -hmm. So you've got dogs who are coming out of the woodwork to win this because it's only held every five years. Come on, give me one more, please, because I, I need to have an Infinity Gauntlet here. <laughs> there have to be six Infinity no, Stones. I'm sorry. Oh! That's it. Denied. Yeah. Thanos denied. So ah. that is what I would call some of the most prestigious shows in America now. Okay, yeah, you said in America. America. You quantified that because I noticed you didn't mention Crufts at all. Crufts, so the world, what yeah. I would consider to be the world triple crown, okay. is three shows. Damn it, still no garlic. Mm -mm, three shows. Westminster, mm -hmm. Crufts, yeah. World Dog Show. Yeah. Period. Yeah. This is you can a, at this me is, on this one. This is the global stage, right? Yeah, this is the global stage. Yeah. Feel free to at me because I will debate this until the ends of time and uh -oh. beyond. Uh-oh. Is it are you issuing are you dropping a gauntlet here? Yeah, bring it on. Oh. That's the world triple crown. If you want to come at me, come at me. Come at me, bro. <laughs> because quite frankly, you can throw you can kind of sort of say the euro, but that's only European dogs. You can kind of sort of throw in AKC National Championship, but that's usually only American dogs. You can kind of sort of throw in Yukonuba World Challenge, but you have to qualify for it. The biggest true 
competition that is the most diverse is Westminster, Crufts, and World Dog Show. Period. Now. Don't forget the Twitter handle, um, which I'm sad to say only has Ashley as a follower, is uh, at about a dog one. Um, the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, about a dog pod. Um, the Facebook. About a dog pod. And the email address so they can at you and come at mm-hmm. you in regards to this triple crown thing. So about a dog pod at gmail.com. So back to my little standings. So to win, odds on favorite, Wirefox Terrier, mainly because he's won it all and he just needs to retire. Because that's another thing. If you win Westminster, the tradition is that you, you retire. You retire. That's done. It. Game over. And the whole point and purpose of you retiring is to make little babies. Because let's face it, when you've won Westminster, the prestige that comes with it can also kind of impact the amount. Pu- puppy costs and stud fees. That's kind of where I was going, but you kind of got direct to the point. So yeah, we'll go with that. So my sentimental and dark horse favorite. Is the American Staffordshire Terrier. I would love to see an Amstaff win the group at Westminster because it would be one of those things where you've got kind of the pit bullish thing because Amstaffs are a variant of pit bulls. We will cover that later. I'm just trying to make sure you're not offending some friends of ours. No. Okay. No. We've got friends that have Amstaffs. We've got friends that have... American Pitbull Terriers, they will. They are friends of ours. They understand. They have similar viewpoints as mine. There are variants, and you can actually have dual registered UKC American Pitbull American Pitbull Terriers and AKC American Staffordshire Terriers, and they're dual registered. So I would love to see an Amstaff win the group at Westminster. Now, group placements, I'm going to put Norwich Terrier, Scottish Terrier, and only because I'm starting to like the breed, I'm going to put in an Irish Terrier, because mm-hmm. um, I'm starting to like them. Don't know why, mm. just starting to like them. So that's the Terrier group. Okay. Toy group. The breed that I'm kind of like, eh. Toy Um... This is going to be one of the few where I'm going to have my odds-on favorite and my dark horse as the same. Oh. It's going to be the pug, Biggie Boy. Why is it Biggie Boy? Yeah. That's just is, his is call there, name. Is there another dog? No. Called Tupac that he's going to rival with? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So, East Coast, West Coast dogs? No. And the reason is... <laughs> Um, to those of you who have watched the wonderful Netflix show called Seven Days Out, episode one, um, there you will see Biggie Boy. He won the toy group last year. Michael's dying over here. <laughs> and you need to stop because I'm going to make you cry. I'm already crying. For a totally different reason. So <laughs> last year or a year and a half ago, um... Mm. A pug related to Biggie Boy by the name of Rumble suddenly passed passed away on a walk and left his handler and his children completely devastated. Took him a while to get back into the ring. The handler. That's perfectly understandable. Perfectly understandable. 
Everybody in the dog world was just crushed, shocked, mainly because this dog was gorgeous and such a piece of the dog world that we we were just unbelievably stunned by this. Mm. Um, so the handler started bringing out this new dog and he's been doing amazing. So he is the sentimental favorite for me to win the toy group. And he is currently the number one toy dog in the country right now. It's, and he's been doing a lot of winning. It's, you know, it, it kind of hits harder, doesn't it? Yeah. When it's the dog and not that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Death is, you know, equally grim and sad. But for some reason, it's a sting that hurts mm-hmm. more. It does. And when um When Biggie Boy won the toy group last year, his handler was in tears and was like he won this and I know he's got a little friend up in the sky looking down on him in tears and totally understandable hmm. and to those of you who have not watched Netflix go do it show 7 days out episode 1 do it um we've got friends that are on there yeah the Gowans with um the Harrier Emmy yeah um and Gentleman we ran into and uh, oh wait that is him isn't yeah that's him yeah that's him yeah we're talking about the same person sorry yep um they will not be at Westminster this year um mainly because of Phyllis's illness she's well you got to prioritize your health yeah she's um she's battling cancer and mm. we wish her the absolute, absolute best, best and yeah. speedy recovery get back out in the ring with your gorgeous gorgeous dogs hashtag fudge cancer yes fudge cancer because. I'd get into it, but it's too long of a story. Yeah. Um, so back to let's let's make this more positive now. What, yeah. And yeah. Biggie, back to Biggie our and Tupac and the rivalry. Yeah. So back to the um, rest of the group placements because my sentimental dark horse yeah. is the pug. Yeah, I've already talking about that. So group placements: Pekingese, uh, Menpin, and Toy Poodle. All right, we're up to five. I think there's seven groups on. Yeah. So, next up, we got the non-sporting group. Next up is a non-sporting group. That's exactly what the guy sounds like. Yeah, it does. When you're you're watching this, I mean, I I was going to mention this a minute ago, but I would love to have that guy's job because I mean, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. I mean, you get to actually hear people pronounce it, and the way mm-hmm. I operate, sometimes if I hear something, I'll say it again and again to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, and mm-hmm. he just. The way he sounds, he talks like this every time when there's a dog breed on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the pug, and they love to do this. I mean, he mm-hmm. honestly should be doing like like those old ads for people to date. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Roger, and he likes to go fishing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so... he should be a voice for Tinder. There we go. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Creepy Tinder. So, odds-on favorite for the non-sporting group is the French Bulldog. Every time I, I hate the fact that I can't. I want to, but I can't. If you're familiar with um, a certain old band from the '60s, '70s that were from Liverpool, they have a song about this particular dog. Not that particular breed. Well, I know, but it's uh, part of what you said. The breed was is in the title of the song. It's immediately in my head. You know where I'm going now. Can we move on? Yep. So, my um, dark horse is actually going to be the Skipper Key. 
All right, you're just doing this to fuck with me in the spelling, aren't you? That's all you're really doing. No, S. No, you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> That's what you're doing. No, I'm not. This is actually the number two non-sporting right, dog in the what? country. Here's what I'm going to do, because I'm doing this in a shared note that you and I have. <laughs> I'm just going to spell the way I think it looks oh, like, God, and you and then can I'll, correct I can it later. Fix it. Yeah. Um, Which is, by the way, how we do grocery lists. Yes, it is. It's very handy and convenient. So, group placements, I'm going to do Sharpay, Standard Poodle, and Bichon Frise. Sorry. I'm sorry. It was a knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> That's going to be one of our breeds that we have to cover soon. You can't just sit there and, like, make raspberries. I don't like the Bichon Frise. We can tell how he's going to go for I the last question. I don't like the... I, I, do, you, do you want me to tell you why? I used to no. live with one. No, you're good. There. I'm done. All right. So, did you put down my... Did you put down... You didn't put down my placements. No, I don't put down the placements because there's too much documentation. All right. I'm your co-host, not your stenographer. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm not taking down the minutes here. All right, herding group. Herding group. Odds on favorite Oh, my is... God. It, it corrected herding to heading. Ooh. That sounds like a sexual act. Yeah, no. We need to move on quickly. So, herding group, my odds-on favorite is going to be the Border Collie Slick. This dog needs a major win. He is a gorgeous Border Collie. He is the epitome of the breed, and I freaking love him. Slick to win sounds horrible. He's gorgeous, and judges need to realize that this is the epitome of the Border Collie breed, and they need to start putting him up for best in shows at um, big wins, hold period. On, hold on, You just heard Ashley talk, but here, let me give you a visual of what she was doing. She went full on um, African-American woman, the sister, on, on the... I mean, mm-hmm. she, she had the finger out, the neck moving around, you know, the finger I'm out. pissed. She, she's about to throw, take her earrings off, take her shoes off, and fight somebody. Honestly, is what she was about Main to Main reason is Westminster last year... Jamie Clute could have dropped the damn lead and Slick would have shown himself and he didn't get reserve and he didn't get best in show and he was awesome, period. She's doing it again. I know. She's doing it again. And I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm still pissed because every single time I see that dog and I've seen him a couple of times, Mm -hmm. he gives me goosebumps, period. He needs to freaking win more, period. Remember to come at her. (laughs) Give him the email please. address. Please, yes. Come at her. Please, <laughs> please. So, <Uh-oh>. <coughs> dark horse. Dark horse is me, German Shepherd. Oh, oh, we can't talk about that now, can we? Um. Do you, do, I, do, do we have enough time, or no? Do you want to wait until the next episode? Yeah, we'll that? wait till the next episode. We'll wait, but we, we have we, we have a story. We, we, we kind of have to start taking notes so I can remember these things. We'll, we'll I, I'm starting to forget things from episode one for crying. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But we do have a story. It was an interesting story. Yeah, we get to start it now. The German Ger- Shepherd. So German Shepherds are one of those breeds that um, causes a lot of controversy. Controversy. I don't understand what you mean with such German accent. Um, the main reason is German Shepherds have many, 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 many bloodlines. We'll get into it when we cover the breed. Yeah. Um, so what you will see at Westminster are American show lines. They are functionally bred. Oh, I see where you're going for yes. this. Yes. They are functionally oh. bred to do what they were originally bred to do, which is to be a moving, 
fence, herding and droving sheep so down is, roads. So essentially what you're telling me they is... They are not um, functionally bred to be service and police dogs. That is not their original purpose. It is to be a moving fence. So if you see a dog that looks like it's walking on a tox, put it into slow motion, and they're not, okay? So we're talking American bred versus German bred. No. No? This isn't American versus German? No, it's not. This is thus. So there are so... Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was going to say this for, you know... There, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. There are right. certain different bloodlines of German shepherds. All and right, all right, all split. right. Fast but, forward, go. So I'm going to put German shepherd One, two, three, as... Um, my dark horse should be Zeben, damn it. This is the... I love to feck with you. Nur Zeben. <laughs> Are you upset? You make me switch languages at midnight and I'm going to hurt you. Fun story. First time to New York. We're exiting the Holland Tunnel and out just for fun because we have the old school, you know, GPS, you know, the Garmin. And um, just to, to fuck with Ashley because at the time she was working as a translator. Mm-hmm. And one of the languages that she is fluent in is German. And it is wunderbar because I changed it to German and she starts freaking the fuck out. She goes, change it back, change it back, change it back, change it back. First off, he changed it to an angry German one. <laughs> hey, I can't control the voice. She so, came out angry. I did nothing to do with it. So it was an angry German woman. And then he started speaking to me in English. Which any multilingual person can tell you. If you are trying to understand one language, your brain needs to function in that one language. Especially when you're driving. You do not need to have some Dunkopf over here. <laughs> saying shit in English while some angry German woman is telling you links or the Rex links or the Rex I'm no. offended by the fact you called me a Dummkopf because you were trying to get me into an accident I wasn't I was fucking with you there's a difference fucking with me in downtown fucking New York <laughs> the first time you've ever been there driving your car driving my car <laughs> makes me want to slap you <laughs> alright then why are you smiling right now because it's a Funny it's a story. funny story, and it makes me want to slap you. All right, so group placements. <coughs> We're still in the herding group. Yes, old English sheepdog, Shetland sheepdog, and Australian shepherd. Damn it! <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Why do you Why do you look like you're in pain? What happened there? I'm just telling that story. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. All right, so Are you having flashbacks? A little bit. Why? Are you- Mainly because we went over there like three days before the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and I'm going, is there, Where is there a left turn? Where is there a left turn? I can't find a left turn. can't find a damn left turn. As long as we don't go by Macy's. Ooh, look, Macy's. There's Macy's. I as have long to as see we so many lovely things. As long as we don't go by Times Square. Oh, Ooh, look, there's Times, Times Square. Square. I think I, at one point I ended up seeing the Empire State Building. Yeah, and I'm just over there going, shut up. Just let me get it through the tunnel. Shut up. So... Anywho, um, my choice for what? You can technically get karmic payback on me if you wanted. No, I'm not going to because I'm nice. <laughs> I'm nice. I, hey, I offered that up on I'm a nice. silver platter. Irony is there, so. I'm nice. Okay, no. all right, fine. 
So, my pick for reserve best in show. Wait, one, two. We have seven. Four, five, yeah, okay. Reserve best in show. I'm going to put as uh, Biggie the Pug. Best in show. Slick the Border Collie. Alright now. That's, I, have, I have documented this. That's how I would like it to go. Realistically, it's probably going to go Slick, Reserve Best in Show, and Wire Fox. Is it going to reverse itself or something? No, I think it's going to end up um, either Biggie or Slick as Reserve Best in Show and Wire Fox Terrier winning it because knowing Westminster and the track record with Wire Fox Terriers, they just need another one. Why? Do they like prefer him or something? Yeah, they've won like. 14 times or something like that and this dog just needs to win at Westminster and it'll be retired um but so essentially dog Ashley's telling you to give it a rest please remember to come at us yeah pretty please look <laughs> look he's a nice nice dog and he's wonderful to see and when and when I saw him on the live stream of worlds I was like holy shit balls he's a nice dog but, but He's been over here for like two years now, and I'm just like, got it. Understood. I've Understand. Been there, done that. I'm good. But so there's a difference here. So Slick has been showing for roughly the same amount of time. I never get bored seeing this dog show. Mm -hmm. There's something about the Wirefox Terrier that I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm done. Mm. Whereas with Slick, I can see that dog show. I would love to see him heard. I would just love, basically, when, hopefully if I ever become a judge, my rule is, if I want to take this dog home with me, mm -hmm. then that is, to me, what would be best in the show. Right. And the two dogs that I would love to take home with me are Biggie the Pug and Slick the Border Collie. Two breeds that I would never own. But there is just something about them that I'm like... These are two unbelievable examples of their breed that just deserve that recognition. Mm -hmm. And they're phenomenal dogs. Mm -hmm. And they're presented in a phenomenal way that is appropriate for their breed. Biggie is held and presented in a way that shows off the breed characteristic of multum and parvo, meaning a lot and a little. Oh, okay. And Slick is presented in a way that shows off the correct Border Collie head carriage when in motion where he drops his head down and you see him looking like he's working sheep as he's moving in that beautiful, efficient way. And you see those intense Border Collie eyes just coming right at you. And to me, that's what I want. I want to see breed type. I want to see something that makes me just come out of my seat when I'm watching going oh my god that's what to me that's what Westminster is all about it's something that I'm just like holy hell if I'm sitting on my seat at home and I'm just like dear sweet god and I had one of those moments when we were at Westminster when um oh my god I can't remember this dog's name it ended up winning best in show like the next year the German Shepherd. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember it being a German Shepherd. And it when was your like... your mother took pictures of it. Oh, yeah. 
And when I first saw this dog, and my mom is not a German Shepherd fan. No, by any stretch of the imagination. No, not a German Shepherd fan at all. And we both were like, oh my God. And a lot of dog people were around us, were all sitting around us just, oh my God. To use another adjective, essentially they were in awe oh, of yeah. this dog. And I hadn't felt that way mm-hmm. since I had seen a German Shepherd by the name of Dallas in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And he never won Westminster. He won the herding group twice. Yeah. But he never won Best in Show, whereas this dog did. Yeah. can't remember her name. It's going to drive me up the wall. But she's gorgeous. Please, somebody email me her name because it's going to drive me up the wall. Well, wait a minute. What was... She won... Uh... Hang on. What, what did she win? And what was the year? Westminster. Mm. Mm. Uh, it was named Best in Show in the 141st Westminster Kennel Club. Uh, crap. Of course it says Rumor, though. Yeah, Rumor. That's her name. Yep. Rumor. Oh, that was her... Registered yeah. name. Rumor oh, has it. That's actually how I mm-hmm. you know, remembered. But yeah, we first saw that dog, and it was the year that the Beagle Miss P mm. won Best in Show that she was coming out to start her career. Mm. And again, this is how many dogs start their career is at Westminster. So you can see some young dogs coming out that just you'll you'll see them and be like holy crap they're going to be amazing next year mm-hmm. or you'll see dogs that come out of retirement mm-hmm. and just come out and just blow them all away so again all of these predictions are based off of statistics and my gut feeling as i see it from the past year and from what i'm seeing for the first month or so, roughly. So to put some terms and conditions underneath this, these are essentially your opinions and only your opinions mm-hmm. and not those of anybody who nope. would actually want to take odds or nope. bet or anything like nope. that. Betting. This is just Ashley doing something for fun and thinking, this is what I think is going to win. And me jotting it down just so I can say, nope, you're wrong. Nope, yeah. you're wrong. And, and that's fine. And that's, that's, that's the fun of it is you pick yeah. your favorite. Yeah. You have your dog on the sofa. Yeah. Watch with you. Um, Ashley, Ashley Alice will not be on the sofa watching with us. If anything, we're probably watching it in the bedroom. She's going to be, you know... Crated for the night. Go, well, I was going to say it, but okay. She's <laughs> going to be in her crate asleep after mm-hmm. eating, you know, dinner. But that's the whole thing, is you watch it at home, or if you're lucky enough to go, go for it. And have fun. Again, these are just my opinions. And there's a cat on the counter. Astrid! We see you, young lady. And she's just like, I don't care. I just clean that. Get down, Astrid. Boldest brass cat. Come here. Do you want to say anything? Probably not. The minute you try to pick her up, she's going to run away. The little I mean, don't get me wrong. Her fur is soft as chinchilla fur, but the minute you want to try and pick her up and cuddle with her, she's like not at all wanting... She wants nothing to do with it. Yep. But honestly, in the morning, when your electronic cowbell... Of an mm-hmm. alarm goes off, if you wish to, you know, play it now so everybody can hear it. No, thank you. Um, 
Astrid is the one who mews at me and says, Daddy, time to do the Astrid voice. Time to look it up, Daddy. Thank you. So, but, but yeah, back to Westminster. Back, back to Westminster. So these are your views. Yeah, these are my views based off of um, your years of experience of being in the show ring and yeah. watching Westminster. Years of experience, um, looking at statistics, seeing how things are playing out so far in the first month of the 2019 season, and how things have played out the past few months. So, um, just have fun watching. Mm-hmm. And, of course, as we always say, just please go hug your dog. Hug your dog. They, they love you. And hug your dog. Hug your dog. 